Welcome into the Chasing Chips Podcast. In today's episode, we'll talk about the pros and woes of All-Star Weekend. Richard Jefferson versus Gilbert Arenas. Zion, is he going to stay in New Orleans or is he going to leave? We got insight from JJ Redick. LeBron's leaving LA to team up with Bronny, his son, down the road. Kanye West and free parking in LA. So, thank you for listening. Here we go. What's up, everybody? Welcome in to Chasing Chips Podcast. This is Charles Dixon. I'm here with Joshua Davis. Joshua Davis. <laughs> bro, That's fucked up, it's bro. so early, man. This is this is wild. I need, to, I need to get it together. I know you want me to start drinking coffee. I'm not doing it, but do it. I'm not doing it. I'll be super duper hyped. But Josh Davis, Joshua Davis, Charles Dixon, Chasing Chips Podcast. Um we had this whole whole plan of what we were doing today. We had a whole thing planned out for y'all. And honestly, so many things happened last night that <laughs> just, yeah. just threw everything off. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's definitely been a minute since we had recorded. Yeah. Uh, you know, we had, we had a wedding, you know, we came to LA and um we had a wedding and we both you and i had work you know it is what it is we got lives we got several lives this is just yeah. a you know fun project we like to you know do on the off time and sometimes there's no off hours for us to do it so we gotta do what we gotta do that being said there's still that a lot mean- of basketball shit going on which is fun and and what's fun is too is the clippers and sons play each other and uh we're, we're hopeful to try to do something live but we didn't have time for that either so but we did go to that rockets clippers game we did. Yeah, it was a blowout. Blowout. Uh, yeah. Shit game, yeah, so, but it was fun. It's always fun going to. There's nothing better than going to live basketball games. I mean, I, I understand like watching games on TV is dope, but like going to a game and enjoying it and and being there, even if it's a blowout, like I true, I feel like true fans like stay as long as they can. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Even if you're the fan team, and and there's multiple times during that game, I was like, I should get up and leave. Like this is mm-hmm. completely, utterly over. And I did also get, I did get a. We did have a very adventurous like start of it because I pulled up into a parking lot, Hmm. pulled in, didn't pay, (laughs) just just pulled in, walked by the guy, walked by the guy, waved at him and kept walking. And Josh was like, "You sure? Are you sure you can you can get away with this without paying? Like they can tow your car or something?" I'm like, "Man, this is L.A. parking lot. These people buy the parking lot." They ain't got the right to tell anybody because if they do, they have to put signs up and somebody has to stay there to tell you where your car is. And most likely the guys that usually do the parking, the parking attendants are not there when you get back from the game. They're gone. It's completely empty. Mm. <laughs> Just the gates. I don't know. That's some insider. That's some insider information. I yeah. didn't know it was like that, but I don't know. I still wouldn't risk it. Like it's still like it had to be like what? It's like 150, 200 bucks. Go get your car from toe. Oh, yeah, it's yeah. bad. I remember times in college. I would have been worried. In college, we would park on certain areas, and like, I think one or two times we'll come back and a car was just gone. Okay. And you just have to go find like the nearest tow truck area. Gone because you just park in the wrong spot or over park or something like that because you're trying to get to the party. So you're not trying to like walk too far, especially because you were, I was in Cincinnati, so it's cold. So you're just trying to find the closest parking spot to the uh, the event yeah, or the party yeah. or the house, and then somehow you're just not paying attention because, and you come back and your car's gone. 
know what I'm saying? Yeah, or you got boot on it. Those are the worst. Worst. Oh gosh, yeah. a boot is the worst. Man, yeah, but yeah, you you risked it for the biscuit, and you you were able to save ten dollars. You know, you'd rather <laughs> you know forty dollars per drink and fucking staples. So it's always so expensive there. It is. It don't make no sense. I think the guy in front of us. Like, remember the guy in front of us that was buying drinks for like these three girls or something like that with him or two, and his yeah, bill was like two hundred dollars. Yeah, he sent like four drinks. I was like, all right, man, you better go home, play, go home, player. Yeah, getting a vodka soda that's fifty dollars per. It's much. Yeah, that's where they get you. That's where they get you. That's why I sneak in a twelve pack. I'm just playing. I don't. <laughs> Which is pretty much Blaze walking into it, so it was cool. Yeah, you know, good time. So it always makes the game a, a lot of fun. But that's yeah. what I mean. Like I always do it. I like even Blaze when I'm like, I have nothing. I have to like, I have nothing planned. If I'm just about to relax, mm. it's the best time for me. Um, yeah, it was fun I, watching Jalen Green play. For real. It was. Uh, it was good to see the rookie up and close. You know, he's mm-hmm. still – he's my assumptions were accurate. He's, you know, skinny as all hell. And he, man's probably 120 pounds wet and wearing boots. Um, so, he just needs to put on some weight. I think he'd be all right. I think he's got the talent. Uh, his shot is a little broke, I will say. He needs to fix whatever the you hell that shot is. You know, it is broke mm. or hurt. Your point guard, my favorite player mm. in the league, CB3. Ow. Yeah. I ain't weak. worried about it, honestly. Yeah. I mean, I, it's almost like when he gets hurt, you're like, we knew he would. <laughs> it's almost know, earlier the better. Huh? Yeah, that's true. That's true. That's true. I will say on, that like, if, if he's going to get hurt, let's get out of the way now. <laughs> um, But, yeah, I mean, I, I think – it sounds weird, weird to say, but I think it helps us more than it hurts us. Let's give Chris Ball some rest. I mean, the man was logging like 35 minutes per game, like the like a stretch of like two or three weeks because mm-hmm. uh, the campaign went out. So he's logging way too many minutes. I'm not going to say that's why he was injured because, I mean, you, next man up, you got to step up. Uh, so I get why he had uh, extra minutes. I wish we had picked up someone in free agency to help with that load. Aaron Holiday is maybe it. I don't know. Um, but nonetheless, yeah, it was a fluke accident. Uh, he hurt his, I think, right thumb, and he's out mm-hmm. for they say four six to six to weeks. weeks. Oh, four yeah, to six weeks. Well, they say six to eight, and some people are saying four to six. Either way, it's he'll be back for the playoffs. That's what it's looking like. We're just gonna rest him until the playoffs. Ooh, that's and that's, that's I'm fine. sorry. That makes me want to pick. That makes I, I still got the Bucks because that's who I pick. But that makes oh, me want to pick the, pick the Suns. I mean, I'm trying to not to change. But I'm most likely changing. I think the Suns are the best team in the league. But oh, so you give, think it favors us? I think it favors you. Okay. Chris Paul, you. six to eight weeks off. You're yeah. not the Suns are built are built where they can still maintain and keep first place. I don't think the Warriors are good enough to take over first place. The you know, but at, by far the scariest team in the league right now is the Brooklyn Nets. I don't care nobody say that no. that. You're always everybody healthy. Brooklyn Nets so hard. It's it's. Let's, let's see what they look like healthy first. Let's see what they. I look know, like but that, that's, that's the point of me saying scariest team because mm-hmm. if they are healthy, they are. I'm not saying they're the best team in the league. I think Suns are. I think Bucks are two. Warriors are three. But like the scariest team, uh, the other teams are fearing. Uh, you got to be like KD, Kyrie. All healthy. You got Ben Simmons. If he's healthy yeah. back on, you got a great, you know, 
Goran Dragic is is we don't know what he looks like. So it's I like I'm worried about Goran Dragic. The man was averaging like twenty five percent from three like this past season. Like I'm, I'm not saying he's a, he's a vet and he'll figure it out because he will. Um, mm-hmm. He's definitely a good addition. Does it move the needle? No. Um, but yeah, they are the Nets fully healthy. Patty, the shooting is crazy, Seth. Yeah, they got better. Daryl Morey is a chump, and everyone is Dick Radden. But I will say that uh, are you the Nets got better. Are you but, mad? People are are, are are Dick Radden? Are you are you mad? Like it seems like a little yeah, salty. No, I don't know. No I just, giving, I just like, hate. no one's giving the Suns enough pub anymore. No, it's not even that. I just hate <laughs> the uh, the ego of Daryl Morey and um, the fact that he's like infatuated with James Harden and. He kind of flexed uh, on everyone, and then he ended up giving too much for a broken down James Harden. No offense, but it, James Harden has peaked, and he is declining. And they get he gave up a shooter and a center, um, plus a pick, right? Yeah. Um, so, and James Harden didn't even extend, right? Didn't mm-hmm. even sign. No, no, he's still be a free agent. Yeah. So. I don't know. It went from Daryl Morey like puffing up, flexing, being like, you know, I'm, I'm not taking shit on this trade, and then end up kind of, I mean, kind of wavered a little bit. He gave up a little bit too much for that, and now I think that kind of ruins the Sixers' chance. Do I think the Sixers are are stronger now? No, I don't. I don't think. No, I don't either. But the biggest thing that I get out of it, and I enjoy as a fan, is the biggest thing I always enjoy about NBA. It's when there's teammate versus teammate beef or ex-teammate versus ex-teammate beef. Mm-hmm. Joel Embiid and Ben Simmons. But Joel Embiid comes out and says, man, like I was chasing Ben Simmons around, trying to get him back to the team, and he was mm-hmm. not trying to talk to me. And so that I kind of understand Joel Embiid's saltiness, and Joel Embiid's like this, like he just doesn't like Ben Simmons anymore. These are how things just in relationships, yeah. in things is over. By far, like right now, what we were talking about earlier, Richard Jefferson and Gilbert Arenas. Like, (laughs) Gilbert Arenas to come out and say, like, I was picked after Richard Jefferson. Like, I don't get it. Like, I was by far the best player on the team, and he was the third or fourth option. Right. And then, you know, Richard Jefferson just goes in, just like, yo, like, you you showed up to the the workout with Chuck's on. He showed up with Chuck's on. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 man, these players, you got to stop like talking shit to uh, RJ, you know, because RJ's got all the dirt on you, and he knows. <laughs> and uh, obviously, I mean, Gilbert Arenas, he he learned. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, RJ basically broke it down and unpacked it. He's like, all right, let's talk about it. You know, mm-hmm. why did you get drafted so low? You know, you got round two at what thirty one. Mm-hmm. Um, basically because of his, you know, attitude and the way he, uh, was scouted, like he, during the, um, the scouting process, right. Mm-hmm. He, he showed up in Chucks, like he said, and then he also said he wanted to be like an international pimp yeah. or something like that. He's trying to be a clown, like a class clown and funny. I get it. You know, you're a kid. He's a kid back then. He's what, 19, 18 or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. So he's young. I, I get it. But, you know, but he already had like one trouble. Yeah. It, yeah. It's not, it's not about your talent. Uh, it's about your attitude, and everyone loves Gilbert Arenas. You know, we, you know, he's a most talented, one of the most talented point guards in the league uh, ever. And I mean, but attitude is something that comes into play. And if you're not a good locker room player, then 
you know, you kind of seen as a liability, at least back then. So yeah. that's why I got picked so low and RJ broke it down. And I wonder what Gilbert Arena's response is going to be, if anything. I don't know. Yeah, you, you kind of just got to take that hit. <laughs> oh, yeah, you definitely got to just take the hit. You yeah. definitely just got to take the hit, man. You kind of you got to be like, um, yeah, he knows the truth. It is what it is. I mean, I think yeah. for me, it's just like you understand that he knows the truth and you're just going to mm-hmm. keep talking shit about one of your teammates. And then yeah. Richard, like he said, he, he he and the thing is, Richard Jefferson did a good job of it, like, exposing arenas but not exposing him too much he's like so yeah tell him what you were doing before the national championship game mm. you know what i'm saying you would, and then he's and then the you know the slight digs hey, and that and come to find out the national championship was the biggest game you've ever played in your career like ooh, like ooh, damn like, <laughs> yeah uh i mean like, i think it's a lesson learned for gilbert arenas uh don't get caught up you know, I mean, like, I love watching Gilbert Arenas on these, like, media interviews and stuff. Like, Buckets is doing a lot of stuff with Josiah. And um, they're, they're really cool to watch. But you just can't get caught up in that hype in the, in the sense of, like, you start calling out players all the time. You know, you're looked upon as, like, a guy that just keeps it real. And you can't exaggerate something. You can't, like, you know, make shots uh, because those players are here. <laughs> they're, they're listening. You know, so they're going to respond naturally. And RJ is one of those dudes that is really good on camera. And he can lay into you. So Man. <laughs> I would love to see this beef continue. But I don't know. I feel like RJ knocked him out with that one. But, but to continue the beef between teammates and XT base, yeah. JJ Redick out here mm. just calling out Zion. Just being like, yo, when I was there, Zion was detached. Like I had to call everybody out. And kind of calls Zion out, like, and I love how he's like, "Look at mm. y'all! Don't don't let me tell, don't make this feel like I'm just making this up." I said this to Zion when I was on the team in yeah. front of everybody, like, "Bro, why are you so detached from us? Like, you don't feel like you want to be here. Like, you need to like." And I then mean, for- ever since ever since Zion got drafted by the Pelicans, we all knew it. We all knew it. look look at his face. Like look at his face back then. Like his face was like, "Wow, really? The Pelicans? Like that's who I'm going to?" Okay. His dad said he didn't want to be there, and right. then his dad said he wanted to be there, and then everybody so was scared he was going to gain out. weight. Remember, everybody said he was going to gain weight because he was just going to be in New Orleans because the food is just so good out there. <laughs> yeah, but I don't know. I, I just don't like that approach. I mean, I think that maybe that's just the new generation. Like, they no, they want what nah, they want. No, nah, I mean, it, it might be, though. It might be some of these players that just, like, like if they don't want to be there, they're not even going to try, you know? And I that's, did, like, that's what I feel I like mean, going I on. Dis- with know why I disagree, no, I disagree because I think, it's, it's, I think this is peer-to-peer. I think it's personal. I think it's I, – I don't want to blame it on the entire generation because there's young guys that try. You know what I'm saying? There's young guys that really, really try. Mm-hmm. You got Halliburton that tries. You got you got you got guys that yeah, in this draft true. class that try. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But, uh, but even but even Halliburton though, that's a prime example. I'm I'm glad you brought that up because even Halliburton, he wanted to go somewhere, so he avoided workouts with other teams ahead of him, like the Suns. Like the Suns wanted to draft him, and everyone talked shit on James Jones for not drafting Halliburton, and instead drafting Jalen Smith. But apparently it's because Halliburton didn't even want to, like, work out with the Suns or, like, work out with teams ahead of Sacramento. He wanted to play for Sacramento, and he sought them out, and he made it difficult for those other teams to draft him. You know, so that's another prime example of, like, 
that sort of generation, uh, you know, wanting what team they want to play for and Mm -hmm. being very selective and making it difficult for other teams, you know? So I think Zion doesn't want to play for the Pelicans. It's very clear. Perhaps that's motivation for him to sit out. Perhaps that's motivation for him to eat, you know, seconds or thirds, you know, for dinner. And, I, I don't think he's trying to. I don't think he's trying to risk his career uh, in New Orleans. I think he wants to get traded. And I, w- I will say that JJ calling him out. I love JJ, um, but man, that makes it awkward for CJ McCollum because like CJ didn't say anything about this. CJ yes, he did. He said it. it on. No, 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 no. CJ said it on the NBA TNT broadcast. They mm-hmm. asked him, "Have you talked to him?" And he, "No, I haven't talked to Zion yet." Yeah, like I, mean, I, I mean, when asked, when asked, you got to say the truth. But I don't think uh, CJ was looking to make a big deal out of it. But, but now it is a big deal. So now, now Zion has reached out to uh, CJ and texted him. And I just want, I want to see a glimpse of that conversation, and just be like, is Zion just like, hey man, <laughs> just <laughs> sorry I, yeah, we haven't this, talked. Yeah, that's 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 Zion's fault though. Like, that's you got to send a text. You got to send anything. Like, we just like, well, Zion doesn't see himself as a Pelican. I'm telling you, he's gone. He's good as gone. I mean, <laughs> and wouldn't it be wild? I said this on Twitter. Wouldn't that be wild if uh, the Pelicans end up trading Zion for Dame down the road, like next season or over the summer? That would be hilarious. Bring the band back together and, and uh, Pelicans. <laughs> <sighs> that would be wild. That's not but, a bad team, though. Trailblazers 2.0. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm not I, I'm not talking about the Trailblazers. I'm talking about the Pelicans. That's not a bad yeah, team. Man, the Pelicans. Damian Lillard, like CJ McCollum, and Brandon Ingram. Yeah, right. Yeah, I mean, they'd have a chance to be a better Trailblazer team. You know, that is a better Trailblazer team. Right. That Brandon Ingram is playing defense now. Like yeah. he is, he's definitely he's playing decent defense. I'm not saying he like a like he's not first, second, or third team defense, but he's playing defense enough where like okay, like. I'm I'm not mad at that. If they do make that trade, yeah. I'm not mad at that trade. And the Trailblazers, yeah, like you're on a rebuild, probably. Uh, everyone everyone's saying that the Trailblazers want to win now. No, clearly not. Like the no, way y'all really make good. decisions. So your best in my mind, Andrew y'all rebuilding. So Zion will be a good rebuild piece. You know, let him come to Portland. Not saying that he would want to play in Portland more than he would want in New Orleans, but uh, I think it's worth the risk. You know, and you know, you know, no, it just popped in my head. If they do. Oh my gosh. Oh, I would <laughs> if a Portland fan, look at here. <laughs> if Zion goes to Portland, bro. Yeah. And Zion, guess what Zion's injury is? What not, not guess. You know what is Zion's injury? His foot, right? Mm, are you the about last Bayern? big top player they had, who's what was their problem? Their foot, Greg oh, Odin. Yeah, damn. And then before that, <laughs> what was that player's problem? Are you talking foot. about Brandon Roy? Yeah. Oh wow, that's so funny. They they got probably some great foot doctors down there. Yeah. They they they, they you would think so by now. Yeah. But that will be as a if I was a Portland fan, and obviously Portland, you guys like every team in the league. We all know is chasing chips, and Portland been chasing chips since they got close with trademark Ty Drexler. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> uh, that will be. I don't know as a fan in Port, I'd be like, bro. I think as much as that trade sounds great to us for the Pelicans, mm. 
it probably sounds dreadful. Yeah, for a Portland Trail Blazers fan. You're like, yeah. I would not want him. His foot is a problem. I don't like feel like doing for the third time. The right. third time. That's funny. I didn't think about it like that. <laughs> the third time. Yeah. They're probably getting some like anxiety from just hearing that. <laughs> but that would be cool, though. I would love to see CJ and um, Dame back together with a better team. So, yeah, we'll I think that. I mean, if I could, yeah, because I can only see Dame giving the Portland Trailblazers another six months next year. Yeah. What was wild is that I heard that uh, New Orleans Pelicans they tried to trade up uh, for John Moran as well to pair John Morant and Zion together. Oh wow, um, that would have been wild. But apparently, uh, obviously, Memphis wasn't interested. Um, mm, yeah, for good no. reason. <laughs> for great reasons. They're in yeah. Memphis. You you yeah. already got your star. Like yeah. you're like, wait, hold on. We're not gonna let you move up, but we don't lose our star. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And people, if redrafting, everybody's redrafting now, and they're doing that thing and saying, "Oh, I'm redraft. I'll take Jaw first, and all this other stuff." And all oh, cool story, bro. You take obviously you yeah. would take Jaw first. Jaw's playing great right now. Everyone's a genius. Yeah. Retrospect, hindsight, you know what I'm saying? Right. So we so we also got to talk about the All-Star game, All-Star weekend, man. The pros and woes of All-Star weekend. Yeah. Like Pros and woes. I'd say, uh, well, first, woes, <laughs> I'd like to point out, is we got to do something different with this celebrity game because uh, it's a fucking mess. <laughs> Like you keep on inviting so players. You start with a celebrity game. Very passionate about these guys. I am because it's like it's <laughs> very passionate. About it. it annoys me. There's always like all this hype around it, and y'all y'all select some weak ass celebrities. Like, uh, you know, Jack Harlow. I know that he's been like playing basketball. You know, throughout this, like there was like wasn't there like a two on two that he played basketball against like um. Quavo. He has and, a song with, yeah. ta- you know, Tyler Hero. No, he's trash at basketball. I'm sorry. No offense. <laughs> but, like, we got to find better players. Like, MGK. MGK can even make a fucking layup. Like, why are we picking celebrities that can't play basketball? Like, remember when, like, we, we used to put, like, like, Chris Brown and stuff? Like, Chris Brown's good at basketball. You yes. know? Like, we used to pick, like, athletes. Like, actually good players. Like, I will say Miles Garrett. It was really fun to watch him. It was very uh, funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he stuffed uh, MGK. That was fun. Oh, um, Obama's uh, Obama's chair, uh, Duncan. I think his name is. Yeah, I can't remember his name. No, no, he stuffed uh, Quavo. Oh yeah, Miles. Yeah. Get- no, I'm, yeah, yeah. I'm just talking about like these past guys that actually played oh, ball. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. Usually they have like one or two guys. This year they only had like one or two people that like actually. I'm like, okay, these are ballers. Right. Like they had uh, Kevin Hart. Kevin Hart actually plays good basketball. Um, you know, they they had Los in one of the celebrity games. Yeah, Fame Los, they had B Dot, yeah. like yeah, like let's get some like better basketball players. Like, I don't want to just see these like trash ass, like I don't want to see MGK try to make a layup and just like shank it. And it's just like <laughs> why why am I watching this? Like, why one is MGK a celebrity? Because I don't really give a damn about that. Yes, he's <laughs> does he have a new album? I don't know. He has multiple like, albums, man. Multiple albums. I, he's just not a celebrity, so it's like just because you um, say he, he wait, 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 wait. Are you saying he's not a celebrity? He is. No. I mean, he's just a questionable celebrity. Um, he has multiple albums. He has. He's he's from Cleveland. He had to play. They had to get somebody from Cleveland. Well, Cleveland, you're, hey man, your celebrities are not good at basketball. I'm sorry, minus LeBron James. But the one that got Ray Cash. Right. Anyone you get Chip the Ripper, like I bet you, you play better. Uh, I'm serious, 
Like, the people who selected are, are just garbage. So do better. Um, and then like the slam dunk contest was hot trash. The whole mm. uh, cast shot like twenty three percent or something. Uh, there's more. There's a higher field goal percentage for the three point contest than there was for the dunk contest. You know, so I think that the voting should be up to the fans for the all star like um three events like the events but not like the games itself not the roster itself um mm-hmm. like select the celebrities that's fun How's so, you, so what, celebrities? yeah so what you're saying is not like, like the rising starts first off i want to say i was flying during this time i went to cleveland for the mm-hmm. all-star game um i was going there for work i was there for 19 hours so i pretty much didn't really get to see too much but mm-hmm. friday we were there for the Celebrity game and all that stuff. We got to do two interviews. We got one with Cade and then Big Cunningham. That was Big Cunningham cool. interview. And then we also have, you know, uh, we had a we did a best Twitter's uh Twitter all-star draft with uh Josiah and Nick Hinkle. So it's like those two things we 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 shot while we were out there. And mm-hmm. the and the craziest thing was coming back. We had a layover, I had a layover in Denver. I get off the plane. I'm thinking, oh, okay, I'm gonna walk up to a bar. It's gonna have a whole bunch, of, you know, All Star games gonna be playing. I walk <laughs> up to the bar. There's no nobody's watching All Star game. Mm. Just watching. It's random, like the Winter Olympics or something. <laughs> they just watch. Yes, it was Winter Olympics and some random, just random college basketball game. Like huh. I'm like, what are we doing here? Like, why are we not watching this? So I had to go watch it on my phone. Sitting next to another guy that just came from the All Star game. We're both watching on our phones. Could not. I was That's like, hilarious. "Can you believe this? Not on TV anywhere." He's like, "I, I can't believe this." And this is like a grown. He's like six, sixty-five years old. He's mm. like, "This is ridiculous." And the crazy thing about what you're saying is, is that the celebrity game. I can. I for you to have so much like <laughs> animosity towards. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just saying that you're doing a bad job selecting people. But right. I agree with you that they should have the fans vote for like I think three Shit point contest. Through the dunk contest, and then like yeah. lean on the, in the celebrity game and lean on the, those people to say no or yes. You know, put right. more pressure on the players. And then what do we also find out that the slam dunk contest they used to give players K. Three years ago it was 105 K. The year before, yeah. after that, they dropped it down to 100 K. The year after that, they just dropped it to 40 K. Like you, if you win, yeah. you get forty thousand dollars. A lot to an NBA player, that's four thousand dollars, man. Right. That's $40. You know what I'm saying? To us, 40K sounds <laughs> for an event and you win. That sounds great. You know what I'm saying? But to an NBA player, that's not an, enough of a incentive to play. Mm. You know you know what I'm saying? You, to do the event. So you got to go back. You got to up the incentive. Yeah. Something. 100K yeah. and you get three free days off of playing without actually being injured. <laughs> yeah. And this is how I make the three-point contest better too. It's like you got to actually set – a like um qualification for the three-point contest um make it to where like the top five mm-hmm. guys uh you know with the highest three-point percentage and the most like you know i guess you have to meet a certain threshold like a certain amount of threes and then let that be the race for the three-point contest offer those guys a slot and if, let them decline if they want to you know but let, let's not just pick random ass players um you know like 
I, I don't understand wait, the selection. Wait, wait. Well, no, 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 no. Should have been in that bitch. And I, yeah, and that's why. There we go. Let's get to the root of the problem here. That that <laughs> whole statement, which you just said, was yeah. because Cam Johnson wasn't in it. That's why you want to change it and things like that. The three point contest. Yeah, is deep. Cam Johnson, why is he not invited? Oh my god, he's year you know, two. You know who would won? The the year. How you know that? Stop it, bro. That guy is flossy. His freaking shot is beautiful. Oh, it was made by Jesus Christ. Homer. This is a homer, people. This is listening to a home. This is why you want to change. Tell me, Cam Johnson don't have the prettiest shot. No, he don't have the best prettiest shot in the league. Stop it. Steph Curry is okay. has the prettiest That's shot in the fair. league. Steph Curry you got. But I know. You know, but if, any, no, 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 no. If Steph Curry, I'm not gonna let you disrespect Cam Johnson right now. Content. Is, the three-point contest is by far the best event on Saturday night. Mm. You, you know think, what I'm saying? So you think Luke Kennard and his, like, tumbleweed haircut is better than Cam Johnson on the three-point? Uh, you, you think he's got a better shot? Luke Kennard had 26, 26, 25. Like, what are you, what are you talking about? He did his thing. Yeah, he did. But I'm just saying Cam Johnson's better. So, whatever. Oh my goodness gracious! Hold, but, hold uh, on, Luke, Luke, hold on, Luke, hold on, hold on, hold on. My Luke, dad Luke, is calling Luke, me. Luke. Hold, on, hold on, hold on, hold on. My dad is calling me. I think I gotta go and answer the door. So let me, let me give me a second. I will be back. You know, just entertain <laughs> everybody. Talk about the story. Talk about the sons. I'll be back, y'all. I'll be back. I gotta go answer the door right. for my father. <laughs> so I'll dive into it. So this is why the Suns are the best team in the NBA. <laughs> I say that we have no holes. You know, like Chris Paul being hurt. Let's give him some rest. You know, when he's coming back, he's going to be all right. He's a veteran. He's got no um, – there's no downside of him taking a rest for the next few weeks. So, he's going to come back full strength. We got, you know, some good pickups. We picked up Torrey Craig. We picked up Aaron Holiday. We'll probably pick up someone off the uh, buyout market, hoping Eric Gordon gets bought out by the Rockets. I don't know why the fuck they're holding on to him right now, honestly. Uh, you got a great player, great vet that you're paying a decent amount of money for on a rebuilding team. You want to give Jalen Green, Jason Tate, and you want to give um, what's his other KPJ more time. So let go Eric Gordon for us. Give us Eric Gordon, bro. Wait, <laughs> wait, I'm back. What did this man just tell y'all? <laughs> I feel. Bad. I'm sorry. I'm, going in my I'm sorry. I had to leave and let him be gone. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm just. I'm just. I'm just going into my. Uh, my sons once, you know. I just want the Rockets to let go of Eric Gordon, please. Oh my gosh. Please. Oh my goodness gracious. So uh we're just gonna you know, terrible take. So Tom Izzo. <laughs> this is the <laughs> so eight take. So everybody saw the Jawan Howard mush in the face or slap, and we really yeah. ain't really seen coaches like really slap another coach. He really got mad. It really, when a coach and as a uh, high school coach, when you as the coach kind of go off the hinges, the players mm. automatically assume they are allowed to go off the hinges. Mm. So, for it to happen and for all this kind of mini brawl to happen, Tom Izzo said it reminded me of Malice in the Palace. Izzo, Izzo. wrong, wrong, false, not even no. close, not, 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 not. Yeah, just no, stop reaching, bro. Yes. I, I, I thought it. you're on like a deadline to create a story. You know, you got to submit your story for it to be published, and you you know you don't know what to say. And <laughs> there's obviously 
you know, not a lot of NBA fights that you've seen and you just, you know, gravitate towards referring it to the Mouse and Palace. But I will say Mouse and the Palace was on a very different scale. <laughs> very different scale. So and it, it didn't start with a that's not a good comparison. Sorry. So I think for me, what did you think? Did I I enjoyed it? I think for me as a coach, I would have been mad too. Like I th- you yeah. can't like it was disrespectful, you know what I'm saying? Timeout was disrespectful, and then the coach getting his face, and then an assistant coach saying something like, bro, the last thing I want to hear is from an assistant coach. Yeah. The last person. That's like as a player, if you're the star player and a bench player is talking shit, you're like, come on, bro, shut up. Like, you, right. you, you not on my level. Don't say nothing to me. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So I, I mean, appreciate just give him the give him the fine, suspend yeah, him, and sweep it on the rug. You know, who cares? Five games or whatever. Yeah, yeah he'll be but all right. He'll be back. Don't make a big I mean, deal out of it. If I'm the mm-hmm. uh, NCAA or whoever, don't make it's a big gonna deal help out him. of it. I think it's gonna help him get recruits. I think a lot of guys are gonna be like, yeah. "Yo, I, I bang, I bang with him, right. even more." Like, <laughs> yeah, I mean, if you don't respect Juwan Howard, then wake up because he is uh, was he's on Fat Five, right? And uh, yeah. he's always been a legend. So, give him the respect he needs. I'm sure he. I mean, he already apologized. He's a hothead. I think everyone gets a, you know, a pass every once in a while. Uh, I don't think it needs to be super harsh with the criticism. Yeah, he he said he messed up. He shouldn't have got physical. I uh, don't know what was said, um, but John Howard, ain't, he ain't that dude, you know, so don't just come up to him and expect him not to react. Uh, so if you disrespect him, he's obviously going to come quick for the punch. So that's just mm-hmm. how that's, I mean, sometimes if you get upset, you got no other options but to be physical, <laughs> you know, so I don't know. I don't know what was said, so I don't want to make assumptions and, and just criticize a dude when I wasn't there, so. Yeah, 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 and it's, it's it's great that LeBron now came out, and everybody for the past week also said, "Oh, he's leaving," uh, and LeBron's leaving wow. LA, and everything's th- things. Hey, guys, that's something we knew already. Right, like, we I, we've been talking about this. I don't think LeBron ever wanted to stay in in his career there. That's not LeBron's mo. Like he's yeah. gonna he's gonna go wherever he feels like it. He doesn't care, but he's not a. Not a not a not a franchise guy. He's gonna go wherever his you know. So wherever finding out he wants to go play with his son, and it for one yeah. season is the obvious thing. It shouldn't. Yeah, be let's moved. talk about this because Bronny um, is probably not gonna be in the. It's gonna be what two years until he gets drafted. So LeBron. I'm sorry, was, I have to interrupt. My my mom is right here, Doug. And, and, and uh, I, hey, <laughs> so, what's up? What's up? <laughs> it's it's. <laughs> Good morning. It's early there, ain't it? No. I said I said my mom would do it. I said I said on IG, I'm like, my mom would do something like this. MC, right? Right on cue. She's here. She's sitting right here. <laughs> It's she's buzzing in the morning. This is oh man. Uh but, <laughs> well, Bron's out though. He is, he is. And so Bronny will he come back and he might get drafted uh-huh. in about two years, right? Yes. So then you got LeBron who's gonna have to sign a one year contract, right? Mm-hmm. Probably with the Lakers. They'll probably sign that one year contract with the Lakers. After his contract is ended. Yeah, after his full you contract. You think he you think he signs again? 
Everybody. Yeah, why not? I mean, he's in LA already. Just sign one more year, and then he'll uh, go wherever. Because he's not going to want to leave twice. He's not going to go to two teams, you know. Because there's no guarantee that the team that he would pick for that one year would be the team that drafts Bronny. So he'll stick with the Lakers. He's already living there, and mm-hmm. then after that, he'll I guess seek out whoever drafts Bronny. And that's just interesting because it's like, how does Bronny feel about all this? Like, how how does he feel? Does he want to play with his dad? You know, maybe he does, maybe he doesn't. Yeah. But depending on how, I mean, do you think Bronny's going to start straight out? So no. so it's going to be LeBron starting, and he's coming off. You know, I don't know. And does would you want to play with your dad? Yes. Like not every not everyone's like Ken Griffey Jr. You know. Not everyone. I would, yeah, I would, if my if my dad was really good at soccer. Um, if he was a professional soccer player mm. and I was a soccer player and we could have played, <laughs> my dad about yeah. to be seventy. I'm thirty four. There's no, I don't think there's any way we could have played <laughs> together. But, but would you be worried about like, like you not being the focus for your own draft? I think no. I think if if I know my dad's only gonna be there for a year, I think it'd be great. But you know, like yeah. teams are like seeking you because they know that LeBron's going to sign with that, that team. So it's just like and they're not they're not drafting you because of you. They're drafting you. They have to. I think they have to still draft him because of him. You know, you, really? I think if it's just trying to win it, a championship, it's worth it. I think. I think not. No, none of those teams. No, look at here, man. LeBron knows wherever he goes to play with his son, he's not winning a championship that year. Hmm. That's but why I believe. Well, that's I mean, why I believe be a championship run. You think no. he's going to play and not, not try to win a championship? No, I don't think there's any team that's going to be available two years from now. And I take this. Let's, I, I want to make sure I, I leave space to say Bronny could be good. Bronny has the resources to grow, get get stronger. He has His dad spends a million dollars on his body. What do you think he's going to spend on Bronny when he gets done with high school? Probably yeah. the same amount. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. The bigger. trainers, his body, and everything. So do I think Bronny's going to be way better than he is now? Yes. Do I think he right now he's probably right now he's not projected to be in the round one. He's not around one pick. You mm. know what I'm saying? Do I think he's around one pick when he's ready and gets in it? Yes. Yeah, this is a lot to happen in two years. You saw how uh big Lamelo got overnight. Yeah. I mean, yeah. He and he did his thing overseas and everything. So I, I honestly believe Bronny has the resources to get become a top 10 player. But yes, I think that it is in the back of team's mind. You do get LeBron with you with him, but like I we like, but you only get LeBron for one year. You know? I'm just saying right now though, if 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 this does in fact, if LeBron makes it clear, like clearer that he's signing with whatever team he's, draft he's, Bronny, there is no way Bronny doesn't go past ten. There's no oh way. yeah, no way based off of sheer jersey sales. Like a team is going to select Bronny because they know that LeBron is coming and they're going to get so much publicity and media uh, from that happening that it's worth it. It's worth, you know, even if it's not, if you say, like you said, it's not a championship run. I'm, if I'm a GM or if I'm, you know, a owner of a team, like I am picking Bronny uh, just from having the opportunity to host LeBron for his like last year in the NBA and the amount of money that you'll make from that. Is worth oh investment. yeah because that's what it is I in the end right? it's a business it's an investment it is a business and i honestly believe that for a team the hoarders team that we always talk about okc who's got a bunch of picks and things like that i mm-hmm. think as but we also got to talk about i mean i feel like the conspiracy theories are going to pop up during that time too because i don't think brawny goes to a big school a big a big city for i so i think 
the NBA ain't gonna allow that. I think the NBA is gonna make sure Bronny goes to a small city. That's why I think OKC is probably gonna be one of the places he ends up. You know what I'm that saying? Would, that'd be gross. I don't want to see. But LeBron it's good for LeBron OKC. They get LeBron for a year. They get LeBron for a year. You know, boost sales, boost. They're, 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 they're notoriously sales. they cannot. They fumble the ball every time. Um, you what know, are you with, talking with about? Stars. That's what I'm saying. The OKC, they, they don't ever do anything with the stars. You know, they have, they've had so many okay. uh, great assets you're, that they just like didn't figure out. You're talking about the stars after three or four years. What you mean? I'm saying, but we can't deny OKC makes great picks. Yeah, that's true. They make fantastic picks. Now, do what, do, what, they, what do they do with those picks after the fact? That's that's. That's that's a long story. Well, you know I mean, we can't sit there and say they make great picks in the sense of like you know future because I mean they basically have all the picks in the future. You know, yeah, it's going to be an OKC draft. That's what's going to be. It is. <laughs> Adam Silver going to be like, all right, number one pick, OKC. Number two pick, OKC. I mean, they just hoarded in draft picks over here. So yeah, I mean, I mean I, it probably will be uh, you know Oklahoma uh, who picks Bronny and then gets LeBron, but that's just to be kind of ugh. I don't want to. I see yeah, as I see, as an NBA fan, you don't want to see that. But yeah, like any, any bit, any Shy, Bronny, and LeBron. Like, like how about how about like uh, what's, what's a trash team right now in the in the standings that that, that will be the, that will be trash in the next couple of years as well. Um, I, the the Magic, the Pistons. Yeah. Oh gosh. Oh, the Rockets. The Rockets will be trash for a while. I don't. I told the you. That's Kings, oh my god. That would be He's, nasty. I don't I'm trying to tell you, Bronny's not going to. Bronny's Bronny's still a big name too. You know, yeah. LeBron could be at the game. LeBron gonna, might want to buy a team. So I'm always going to look towards like a small city's going to draft LeBron. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean Bronny. You know what I'm saying? So I can't see him going to Houston. I can't see him going to Detroit. You know what I'm saying? I think, like you said, or and and then no one wants to go to Orlando. I think just mm. like Orlando. Well, that's a place that does really bad at picking draft picks. Like, come on, that's like, yeah, you know, struggling. As much as I, even I want to, will be bad at that time. Like, they still the GM there is just not good at picking. You know, at least OKC is good at picking people, right? You know, picking players. So, if they do, I do want to see them OKC. I think I, I think I honestly want to see Fuck OKC use up all them picks. And get Bronny James, That'd and then gross. bring LeBron there, and I enjoy it. Cause for me, I just like Shy. I want Shy to succeed. Out of all the teams you name, Shy ain't gonna be there. Shy ain't gonna be there in two years. You got five year contract, bro. You think he gonna force his way out? No, I think he's gonna get traded or something. I don't know. No, we'll see. You're tripping. Okay. Fair. <laughs> yeah, fair. I mean, I just what are gonna, you gonna make Josh Giddy their star? Josh Giddy ain't no scorer. Yeah, he's not. I don't, I'm not a big fan, but okay. That's oh, you tri- oh my gosh, you tripped. Josh, you like Josh Giddy? In the world, what's wrong with you? Why don't like Josh Giddy? I don't know. It's just like boring to watch. I don't know. He's just like not, not all that flashy. And I mean, I'm just not a huge fan. I'm not saying that he's bad. I'm just saying I just I don't really enjoy watching Josh Giddy. I'm sorry. Do you get off at watching Josh Giddy? No, I don't. I'm not tuning in. There's That's no shy. Oh my god, Shai's Josh Giddy's on. I was only watching OKC games for shot. I w- and then the yeah. like, Josh Giddy was like a side dish that was included that I tried, yeah. and I was like, "Oh, that was Josh Giddy and Franz Wagner in the same category. Like they're both good players. Um, they'll they'll score fifteen 
points per game and they'll be textbook type of style and they're great overall but not very exciting to watch mm. okay they're a good fourth fifth option so we're at the end and, and we always want to keep it positive at keep the positive end of, you know what i'm saying so for me the down to two the whole live stream yesterday <laughs> down i do i to- is it good it sounds great. What I heard, the Migos song sounds incredible. You know, Jake Har- Jack Harlow's on there too versus Dope. Hmm. Uh, and then wait, so you paid for that? No, man, it was live stream on IG for the free uh, free. Gotcha. I didn't. I, thought, I know. I, I didn't like charging for it. Oh, the stem player. Yeah, supposedly the CD is on the shelves. I think somebody saw. It's like just a blacked out CD. So CD? I might just. Yeah, man, Kanye is like what I do love. And he's taking back making money for the artists, like not putting stuff on streaming. Because streaming, you saw, we saw the whole thing. You got to stream like 10,000 streams to get a cup of coffee worth of money. You know what I'm saying? So selling CDs is, you know, selling the his album on his stem player or whatever is going to start this wave of artists saying, you know what? I don't want to put my stuff on streaming sites no more you saw that apple offered him a whole bunch of money to put the album on apple and he said no and he made all that money back with the stem players so i honestly believe that uh, this is the next wave and i'm you know kudos to kanye for doing this a lot of these people and even it's not the next wave nipsey hustle did it already when he was selling his cd Mm. for a hundred bucks and sold out, didn't put it online or anything like that. And then eventually he did, but you know what I'm saying? Shout out to Nip for doing that. So he started, I feel like Nip brought it back, but now Kanye's kind of bringing it back, back, back. You know what I'm saying? It's weird, but let's say that, but. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I mean, I'm all, yeah, I'm all about making them making their own money. You know, I think you right nowadays, you just got to make your money in different ways. You know, like I yeah. say that you're not necessarily gaining it from streams. Although Apple, as you said, was willing to pay him a lot of money for putting it on their platform. But then you also have to have like, you know, uh, advertisements or features or uh, some sort of sponsorships that really rake in the most money for you. But I will mm-hmm. say, uh, I don't know nothing about this Don to two or whatever. I, I Don to one. I didn't really like that much. I haven't really been into Kanye West music uh, for a while, but I did watch that. Jesus um, was it Jesus or genius genius yeah uh <laughs> the first episode last night and it was fucking great and the it was one just, comes out tonight really oh i'm excited Don't about that it, today it, like i couldn't i couldn't fall asleep uh it was like one of those things that like i had to stay up uh watch it all and it was just great watching that like uh raw footage of um like dame dash and like rockefeller and that whole crew it was very humbling seeing kanye uh, at a young age trying to make it and people kind of being condescending towards him and like talking, you can tell that they just like didn't respect him um, mm-hmm. back then when he was trying to like uh, promote his music and b- promote his like rap career instead of his like um, uh, production career, like him going into Rockefeller and like playing the music and them just like not really caring. Um, like that was, yeah, very humbling. And then his relationship with his mom, Donda was oh, man, really sweet as well. Um, you can tell that she's like very supportive mother and and they have like a you know a deep profound love so that was cool to see um it, i mean it's really great uh to see kanye go through the struggle because it makes you appreciate um his success even more so 
I love it. I mean, everyone can have their opinions about him. Yeah, he's done some weird shit, and he's been all about like you know with the whole make America great again antics and shit like that. Which you can have your opinion about him, but you know you got to respect his his hustle and like his career path and what he's come from and what he is now. Uh, I respect that for sure. And that's what, and I always have that argument. People disagree with what he's doing and all that off the you know off the music type of thing. The worst thing he's done. Is the Make America Great thing, which yeah, is I mean, he's done some you know, which he, but he hasn't he has done some but that's like the most wild thing. Yeah, I mean like, he he a little off, he a little off for sure. Yeah, he's all man by the videos you can tell he's he, yeah. by the well, genius you can tell he's he's different. He's not the same. He's not like everybody else. He's a different individual, yeah. and that showed it. You know, I'm a huge Kanye fan. I'm I've known most of those stories. And that they showed in Genius, like so. Watching that, I'm excited to watch episode two. Um, mm. There's only three episodes and things like that. So that was my 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 uh, keep it positive. You know, what I'm saying always gonna put. Yeah. <laughs> I know there's a whole stuff of other things going on that people want to like lean into the Kim K, the the kids, and all that stuff. I yeah. appreciate the music, and I just wanted to say that. I yeah. what, what you got? What you got? Yeah, I mean, I'd, I'd agree with kind of keep it positive, but also, uh, you know, also want to reference JJ, my boy, JJ Reddick, uh, for always keeping it real with the news media. Um, you know, what, this keep it positive segment is something that we're going to do on the regular now. Uh, we're always going to like end the show on a positive note and just give like praise to someone instead of because we talk so much shit. You know, the whole philosophy that we want to introduce to our shows on a regular basis is just like ending it with a positive uh you know segment to conclude the episode so i mean the guy that i'd like to shout out is definitely jj reddick and just like the quality of work that he's providing right now to sports mm-hmm. media and he's calling out i, I felt like you know there was a certain amount of time that like where you, you have like people like Stephen a and skip bayless um like kind of taking over and there was not really much like fresh uh blood in in the mix with like uh analysts or sports media figures and uh jj reddick and richard jefferson as well has like kind of um you know revamped the outlook and you know i don't know i'm excited uh i like when um these players retired players like come in the mix and keep it real like they don't like recreate themselves they just like you know continue their personality onto the screen and uh, they have a lot of great stories that they introduce, and they also call people out on their bullshit. Uh, so I always appreciate that. You know, it's, yeah. it's a fresher breath there. Yeah, that's dope. And uh, Kanye, you, show, you are messed up by showing credit at the end of the performance so everybody can see who those audio engineers were. Because Kanye, <laughs> you didn't see, he throws his mic because he just so bad. Because the audio was bad. Like, it just was bad the entire night. So he throws his mic, so I feel bad. <laughs> Audio engineer that has to deal with all these people probably running in there, yeah. running in his DMs and all that stuff. But you know what I'm saying? This is chasing chips. Every team is chasing chips. You know what I'm saying? Yep. And we, as a Clippers fan and Suns fan, are ultimately chasing them because we just ain't seen them. I mean, yeah. <laughs> ever. So other than that, now. this is the year. For listening. You know what I'm saying? I'm Charles Dixon, Joshua Davis. Been a pleasure. So next Bless time up. we'll try to we'll try to uh, pump up the volume for uh, yeah the uh, amount of episodes we do per week, but you know we busy. So if you got a problem with it, fuck you. I don't give a damn. <laughs>
That is not positive. Oh, yeah. And peace and love. (laughs) 